Welcome to Rogue Bogues. I'm your host, Andrew Bogut. Thanks for tuning in. Emergency podcast, some breaking news about where I'm going to be signing and playing basketball in the future. So we'll hit on that in a few minutes. Real quick, some housekeeping. If you haven't subscribed or told a friend, please do so. Rogue Bogues, all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and whatnot. Uh, it's Rogue Bogues, one word. You can find us on all of those. You'll see my ugly cartoon head on um, on those profiles and so give that a follow you know share our posts we want to get as much people to um, access this podcast as possible and you can play a big part in that so i appreciate everyone supporting it the intro pod is live it has been for three or four days it's just a breakdown of the podcast the four different formats we'll be engaging in how it's going to flow time frames when what why all that all that fun stuff so give that a listen if you haven't it's 10 to 15 minutes like i said and it's pretty easy listening. It'll give you a feel for kind of which format appeals to you and which doesn't. Maybe all four do, maybe only one or two does. And, and then you can kind of look out for those specific formats of, of Rogue Bogues. We'll get them out in the next couple of weeks slowly. Hopefully, I can find someone to, to jump on board eventually. But with coronavirus and lockdowns and state borders being closed and all that fun stuff, it's been a, a little bit tricky to get someone in studio, in brackets, in my study to come and do a few um, live shows. But I'll, I'll get to that down the track. and. Most likely that'll occur next year. So stay tuned for that. Appreciate all the feedback we've gotten about the intro pod. It's been pretty good so far. And considering it was my first pod and doing it kind of solo and then obviously sending it off to, to a professional to get to get edited a little bit and make it sound all, all neat and nice for everyone out there listening. So thanks for all the support. And here we go. So I've decided that... Um, I wanted to announce this on on my very own podcast and skip the middleman and the media and and, and whatnot and, and and do it on my own forum. So that's the beauty of hosting your own podcast is you can kind of do these these unique different things. And it's um yeah, it's it's been an interesting six or seven months, not just for me but for the world. Coronavirus and lockdowns and people being stuck at home really tried to better myself mentally and physically for the most part. And it's been. It's been hard at times, obviously um, not playing a lot of basketball and not doing what I'm used to doing on a daily basis. It, it has become challenging, much like you know, you go to work nine to five, as much as you hate it some days, it's your routine and it's it's kind of pretty set in stone and that all gets taken away and, and everyone thinks just staying at home all day is great and I think we've realized that it's not always cracked up to be at times. It does get does get tough, especially if you've got young kids at home and 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 family members and you're trying to you're trying to knuckle down and, and get things done so i commend everyone out there that's working from home right now um and that had to really kind of push through working from home um, and the challenges that they bring so kudos to everyone out there doing that where does that lead what i'm talking about it, it basically I've, I've had a long think about what i want to do and why i've, I've had a chance to, to clean up my body this off season I had two surgeries which no one knows about just quietly got my ankle cleaned out 2012, I broke it, and ever since then, I've had a, a floating bone sitting right in my joint that's given me hell for 10 years and being stubborn, I just didn't want to get it taken out till I was kind of towards the end, and I finally had time, you know, with this coronavirus shutdown of the world where I was six, seven months of doing nothing. It was it was somewhat a perfect time to do those things and got about a five-cent piece equivalent incised of a, of a bone spur taken out of there, and the ankle's feeling much better, and then about three months into the off season, around June, July, I woke up and, and had some some lower back kind of pain, and it ended up turning into sciatica. So anyone who knows what that is, it's basically a, a, a prolapsed disc or protruding disc, essentially that's sitting on your nerve on one side, left or right. The pain goes down the side, kind of back of your leg, 
and then goes all the way to your big toe. It can be mild, moderate, and really painful. And fortunately for me, I got the really painful one, which which was about a 10 out of 10 pain and took some painkillers, did all that fun stuff. It did, it did nothing for me. I got an injection. It did nothing for me. And through some contacts of mine, ended up finding a surgeon that could get me in basically within a couple of days and had had a microdisectomy, which which means they trimmed that that piece of the disc to get it off my nerve. Doctor said, when I wake up, I'll I won't feel a thing pain wise that I'm feeling right now. And he was true to his word. The only pain I felt was where the incisions were, where the knife went in. So I've had those two things to rehab, and I've been doing that pretty diligently, physio, and started lifting weights and doing core work and all that all that stuff as well to try and get get back to to decent shape. But it has been hard. Um, but also. I will say it's been nice to to be able to get up in the morning and be relatively pain free. I'm not going to lie to you. The last two years have been a real challenge for me just to to get out of bed in the morning some days, let alone go to a training session or a, or a game. And the body, probably from 2018 onwards, was hanging by a thread. Talk about that on the my journey portion of the podcast once we get to those years. But um, real challenging. And then I'd say, you know, 2019, 20 season that thread. Was, was completely frayed and in little little pieces and beyond hanging by a thread. So um, real frustrating for me. So, so this this off season, I've actually had a chance to wake up in the morning and 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 actually be able to walk pain free and and then go to the kid go to the kids um, with the kids to the park and wrestle with them and do all those things that kids do when they're active, um, jump in the pool and 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 not be thinking about something hurting or not be thinking about the next training session or the next game or back's a bit tight, I better take it easy. So that's been awesome and that has factored into my decision of where I'm going to sign as well. Um, so the plan for me from 2018 was to, to get to the, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics in the best possible shape I could be, both both mentally and physically. And with my injury history, I knew that if, if that was two years of NBA basketball playing even 20 minutes a night, I wouldn't have made it. Um, there's no way. So came to the NBL, less games, it, it all kind of made sense and, and was tracking well. But um, after that first year, going to my second year in the NBL, the body was just was basically saying, I've, I've had enough. Um, you, need, you need to start calming down a little bit. And, you know, at an 11 o'clock training session, I'd have to get there at, um, at 9 a.m. and get busy over 30 minutes and then stretch and then foam roll and then warm up on the bike and then basically bath myself in deep heat and, and you know, those, those heat creams just to get to a training session. So. You top that off, doing that almost every day of the week, and then you have a game in the weekend. Um, there were a few games where I, I didn't know how I was going to play the, the way I felt. It was you know almost to the point where I'd, I was going to go to coach a couple of games this, this past season and say I, I don't think I can go today. Um, my back's just completely locked up or whatever. But you know you, you get yourself as loose as possible, and then you you try to suck it up and play through it. So I, I did for the most part. Got through the season. We made the grand final. That'll ended how it ended, and and we move on. But. Um, that's left me having these last six months to ponder. Um, the decision hasn't been an easy one, but I think it's the right decision. So without further ado, the, the decision that I made and, and where I will be signing for, for next season is absolutely nowhere. Um, I'll be retiring from, from professional basketball effective immediately. We're in late, late November, early December. I would have made this decision earlier if it wasn't for the postponement of the Olympics. I was, I was hoping to get to 2020 Tokyo Games and then calling it a day after that. That would have been my fourth Olympics and selfishly, obviously it would have been a great accolade to have four Olympic Games under your belt, but it's just not meant to be. I can't, I just can't physically and mentally get to 2021 with the way the body's been. Um, I mean, I could on a lot of painkillers and a lot of physical and mental anguish, but it's just not worth it at this point in my career. Um, I'm really starting to value 
my health away from the court and my health when I'm 40 and 45 and 50. And some people might say, oh, it's just six, seven, seven more months of training and commitments. And I just, yeah, I'm at a point where I just can't do it. So that's where that lies. If you're um if you're a journalist or someone on social media or you know a quote unquote journalist and you you're going to be posting my quote um that I'm retiring guess where you heard it you heard it on Rogue Bogues so make sure you give the podcast a plug like all good professionals they um they will cite their sources I'd hope so that'd be much appreciated if you did that could be a world first I'm not sure I'm not sure if a professional athlete has announced their retirement on their very own podcast so. Hopefully, I start a trend, but they're the kind of quirky things we'll be doing on this podcast. It's think outside the box type stuff at times. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, so I want to keep this as entertaining as possible and, and at times loose, at times silly, at times stupid, at times smart, um, and just have a good mix of, of everything that people can enjoy. So, this is a part of a part of that. So, touching on that, I mean, there's countless amounts of people I'd want to thank and you'll be here all day if I go through all the names. So that'll that'll be more on the My Journey podcast when I go through different phases of, of my career. I'll try to get a few of those people on, on and, and go through the different people who have been influential, whether they'll, they'll to do with you know basketball, basketball coaches, volunteers, people off the court, business people, whoever. There's been so many people that have helped mold me as a person, as a man and, and as an athlete. So We'll touch on all that on the my journey thing. Anything else? I mean, the only other thing is the only regret I really have is probably not enjoying the moment more when I was in the bubble, when you're in the prime as a professional athlete. You probably lose sight of it's still enjoyable and fun, but at the same time, it's it's a job and you take it seriously and, and you take losses hard and you take a bad game hard and you take getting traded or card or whatever. You take it you take it hard as an athlete and at times professional athletes are you know we're selfish assholes um, to put it to put it bluntly, and 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 that's by design. You kind of have to be because it's a dog eat dog world. You're always competing against someone else growing up, and you just get molded into into kind of being being selfish because you have to be. You know it means getting your meal at the same time every pregame. It means getting your coffee at the same time. It means the night before a game you do X Y Z. You need this this amount of sleep. Um, you need physio this many times a week. Whatever it is, and it's it's endless amounts of different things and. You know, I know guys that only drive a certain a certain way to the arena on game day. It just it's just silly things, and and it can really take a toll on not only yourself at times, but your family. And they're the ones that um, they feel the brunt of the losses, and they obviously feel the joy of the wins, just like you do. So now that I'm kind of transitioning from being a professional athlete, that the hardest thing for most athletes to understand is it's it's not going to be about you anymore. You you kind of you go back to your family or whatever you're doing, whether it's a business, whether it's a different passion, and you are a regular person just like anyone else again. You're not going to get um, all that attention that you had and you're not going to get all that special treatment and not everything's going to revolve around you and I'm, re- I'm ready for it. Um, I know I know what to expect and that would be the reason why most athletes, I think, struggle um, transitioning from their sport into, into everyday life. That would be the number one reason and that would be also another reason for family breakdown and divorce. To put it bluntly, that, that, that's – that's fact. I mean, it's it's a it's a hard adjustment. You want to have an understanding partner that, that gets that, um, and you also want to have an understanding family and group of friends. But we all know when when those lights turn off for you and you add the limelight, some of those people also disappear. So you got to navigate all that as well. But um, look, uh, I've had a fantastic career. Like I said, met countless amounts of of, of interesting people. I've I've seen the world just because of being able to put a ball in a basket. Um, I've seen you know more countries than I ever thought I'd see cities and and cultures and subcultures and seen everything i mean living in the states couldn't go to college in the states was an experience in itself so look i'll touch on all that in the my journey format of this podcast i appreciate everybody listening 
um, but it's official. You know, I'm part of the um, the next chapter for a professional athlete, the afterlife, as I like to call it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that challenge. It'll be good and bad at times. It'll be dog days and, and easy days and positives and negatives, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. I've got a few things up my sleeve that I'm looking to do. The podcast obviously is one of them, but there's um, a bunch of other things that I'm involved in. So I'm looking forward to spending more time there. And, and then the number one priority for me right now is, is a family and two young boys, two and four years old. As much as they stress me out today, um, <laughs> during the day they were, they were a handful. This last last few hours, but yeah, look, they um, they're in a, the most vital part of their life. For those that don't know, parents that are listening from zero to four, four zero to five years old, uh, most important part of your of your child's life. So whatever you do in those in those formative years will um, correlate to teenagers, teenage years, to adolescence, to high school, to whatever. Very very important. As a parent, you probably don't realize how much they they follow everything you're doing and 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 mimic it, and they pick up on things more than you'd think. So, the examples that you're setting within your home, out and about, all those things, they they're going to be that person. So, you know, parents have probably the most important um, responsibility in society for for raising the next generation. As much as we put it on everybody else, it's, it's up to the parents. So. If that doesn't go well, you know, they're already behind the eight ball. But anyway, that's a story for another day that we'll discuss further. Um, appreciate all the support. Once again, Rogue Bogues, one word on all the social media um, platforms out there. And then give the intro pod a listen. And then um, just remember that I'm officially out of the game. I thank everyone that supported me throughout my career, all the teams, especially the Sydney Kings and the NBL, um, the national team, and then the, the countless amount of teams I've played for in the NBA. It's been a, a great journey that's formed me and made me into the person I am. Once again, thank you very much for, for listening to this and we will uh, we'll see you down the track on another podcast. Thanks.